G'day gang, Simo and Ed back for another edition of the Fast Line Track Growth Show, where we talk all things karting. Hey, how we doing? Good, good. And yourself? I'm very well, thank you. That's great. What are we going to talk today about today, Ed? Well, in the prior video, we talked about the different touch points of a cart track. We said you should really spend a bit of time mapping those out. And Sod's Law, we got somebody right in and say, can you help me? So I thought about that and thought actually what we'll do is we'll do a video on it. But I think we're possibly going to use this whole month, four videos, to have a look at all the different touch points. Because I think it's that important, really. Mm. If you're spending more time than you should do on getting customers to your track or really not really getting the sorts of returns you want from your marketing efforts, there'll be a host of reasons that's causing that. One of those host of reasons, customer service around touch points. So it's this one's going to be... This series of videos are going to be an absolute cracker. All right. So we're looking at customer journey. We are. The customer journey through a go-kart track. Interesting. I know. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to start it off by assuming mm -hmm. that the first touch point is the inquiry. Yeah. When the customer goes online to book mm -hmm. or calls up yeah. to book. That's right. So we'll start with the inquiry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's we do we let's split that into two: website-based inquiry and telephone-based inquiry. Okay. Yeah. We right. can do that. So website. Good. <laughs> Run an inquiry. <laughs> so that's normally the point at which there's panic. <laughs> I know. I talked the casting spectacular back in 2020. I talked about two genuine inquiries I put out there for go-kart tracks. One took weeks to get in touch with me, and the other one just didn't come back at all. Mm. They did eventually, but it was so long I've forgotten about them. So the first things first, you're looking for a few things here really. Speed of reply mm. is a really important one. If somebody's made a decision to look at going to your go-kart track, whether it's website or telephone, they need a response quickly. So website, I think, is the worst because mm. my experience was people just don't get back. If you're a business owner, you'll sit down and you'll go, we always get back to everything. Mm. Um, and we know mm. <laughs> that is not the case. You need to test this out and measure it. But if you get a website inquiry comes in, how do you handle it? What do you say? What are, mm. they, what are they really asking for? Mm. I think, you know, with your example there, it's easy to book an arrive and drive session, mm -hmm. right? But if you want to do a booking for 20 people, yep. I don't know if the online booking systems accommodate for that. Sure. And therefore, the, you've got to make that process to inquire for those bigger groups mm -hmm. seamless. And there needs to be some speed there. It does, and also, you, yeah, just the way you approach it. So if I'm taking 20 people out to a go-kart track for argument's sake, and I'm going to now spend circa um, 1,000 sterling, mm. right, what sort of response would I expect to hand over a £1,000 to you? Is that gonna, is it going to cut it if it's just a quick one-liner response? Yeah, mm. we're open, we could do 20. Or are you going to have to have a more thought-out process? If it was a local corporate and they were asking for 20 people, would you get a letter in the post to them? And I think that would be quite rare, but if you're following mm. up an inquiry with in writing, we'll write out all your requirements as we've understood it, mm. 
still time to tweak mm. a few bits and pieces, but essentially, yeah, we're happy mm. to go ahead. Are you writing out to them and asking to go and take their money? There may be people in a hurry, they just want to get it sorted. So are you making sure that that whole process is seamless, first of all, from an inquiry? Mm. And are you giving them the information that they need? Mm. So the corporates are going to need quite a lot of information because they've got to relay that. So you're now going to play what we call Chinese whispers mm. in the UK. He said, she said, we've now got to make sure what information gets transferred down to the clients because when they've had that information, if the person in the middle who's made the inquiry hasn't relayed something and it goes wrong, it won't be their fault. It'll be the fault of the track Tracking. in the eyes of the customer. Correct, correct. I mean, there's some great tech out there <laughs> that you can add to your website to to speed this up. Yeah. I mean, straight off the bat, your chatbots. Yep. So that you can get straight back onto them. There's another brilliant bit of tech called callback. Yep. Right, so what they basically do is the customer goes online, says, you, you know, um, I want you to call me. They put a phone number in there, right? Eight seconds later, your phone rings, yep. right? You pick it up and they say, we've got someone on the website for you to talk to. And, and it connects straight to, through to their phone. So within eight seconds of them typing in their phone number, you can call them. That's awesome. Yeah. There's other companies out there that will run your chat box for you and take a percentage of the sale. Mm. And you can get them to the point where they're comfortable enough to run through enough questions online that they will get those sales over the line. So if you're noticing that you've got lots of inquiries that are coming through your website and you aren't getting them converted, it'd be worth just outsourcing it. Mm. And if they're taking, and it typically is low percentages, but if it's 10%, then great, because that's revenue that you wouldn't have had. I mean, be aware that's 10% of the total revenue figure is 10% off your bottom line, but bring your figures, that, that sounds like a smart idea if you're missing out on the bulk of, of, of your sales, there'll be a definite return point where it makes a lot of sense. So get the information out correctly, consider direct mail, get the response sorted. That's a web inquiry. Yeah, yeah. What's important here is speed of response, mm -hmm. getting to understand the client's requirements if it's corporate, and then getting back to them either electronically or by post the details of what you have to offer. Yeah, yeah. And that way there won't be the Chinese whispers. That's right. Telephone is another interesting mm. one. Every business owner mm. I ever speak to, yeah, we pick up all our calls. <coughs> there you go. That's the response I'm looking for. When you start to monitor how many telephone calls you're actually intercepting, you'd be surprised how many you're missing. So mm. the classic I normally do for most businesses is I go, right, we'll have a month with a virtual PA. So you can get mm. people in, in every country around the world who will take the overflow phone calls, maybe when your track is shut or even during your opening hours, mm -hmm. or just take the overflow calls mm -hmm. and ask them to then go and map how many calls they take. And that is quite a scary figure normally. So every single missed call is somebody at the end of the phone going, are they closed? Yeah, a lot of the smaller tracks suffer from this because mm -hmm. usually the person answering the phone is the same guy or girl who's running the race. Yeah, yeah. So whenever they're running a race or an event, the phone's not being answered. That's right. And I, I, I mean, God, I have rung customers and 
the phone has rung out and yeah. I've got the, the, the response on the end of the phone after the phone rang out. Because, Sorry, this customer has not set up voicemail for this phone number. So, oh. worse still, the, the voice voicemail is full. Oh, that would see <coughs> if the voicemail was full, that would not instill your confidence no, no. that they've got their running their track mm. correctly. So that can be quite a tricky mm. one. So just on the inquiry, first of all, just making sure you've got mm. all your bases covered mm. is just massive, and getting that fixed huge return on your on your like mm. revenue and it costs peanuts to set this up yeah and, and i mean what does a virtual pa cost they're not expensive yeah. at all you can normally do packages uh, here in the uk mm. starting at sort of 25 30 pounds for one mm. month and typically they even do like a free period of time where you can just trial the service mm. so just use it and don't be surprised if you've got to pay a lot more but if you're paying mm. more it's because you're picking up more business it will start to mm. pay for itself if you're in that position yeah, where you you're not busy enough to hire a full time person to stay in reception. Say, think about a VA, a, yeah. a virtual assistant, and give them a, a a list of questions that they need to ask. So you've got the information you need yeah. to get back to that customer in a timely manner. Uh, right. uh, well, I just look at how you do that. How would the best in the world mm. do it? Is this is the mm. sentence I've had from a. <laughs> previously drummed into me it's not mm. the most helpful statement always uh, it's got its flaws but what would the best in the world mm. do yeah so what would you put in the post how would you handle that mm. is it email telephone call post short video yeah. I'm, I'm thinking what would Carlsberg do <laughs> <laughs> probably the best <laughs> and then the next point once you've got that inquiry out there the follow-up. The follow-up is the next touch point. Right, yes. Now, this is generally, if you look at businesses across any industry, mm -hmm. this is usually a big fail point. Yeah. It's a following up. Yeah, sure, you've had someone that, so Ed's called up and he wants to take 20 people to race at your track. You've sent him an inquiry. Now, you need to follow up. Well, most marketers, this is where a lot of marketing falls down. Mm. Lots and lots of companies out there mm. will have marketing mm. where the end result is the sale. And once the mm. money's been taken in their little flow chart, mm. it stops there. Yeah. And they go, right, great, we got a sale, which is great for you as a company. So more of that, please. Mm. But you've now forgotten the customer. And if one of we if we know that making that um, that job of sales mm. is tougher, you've just now failed at the point when actually it's just mm. begun because you've got to guide them through that whole customer journey. So the follow-up is vitally important. Mm. This is where you can now write out to the corporates. This is where the follow-up phone call would be mm. really good. And then another follow-up phone call and another follow-up phone call. And you can see where this is going. Mm. You just follow up in a customer service-led way mm. to go and make sure that every inquiry gets the opportunity to come and spend some time and money with you. Mm. And if you do that in the right way, they're not, they won't be offended. It'll be part of that service of looking after them. Mm -hmm. So, we've made the inquiry. We've followed up. And, we've and made now, a sale. <laughs> we've made a sale. So now we're in that period between we've made the sale yeah. and they haven't arrived for the booking yet. So, it's the post-sale 
reminder. That's right. There's still work to be done once they've made a sale and took that decision even after mm. the follow-up now before they get to your track. Mm. Yes, it's all on your website, but I'm not going to leave my customer to try and work their way around my website. Mm. I'm going to go and make sure I give them everything they need to get to my track mm -hmm. and just get to the right place before they even arrive there. So I'll happily go and take the details of everybody that's coming in their party group and I will write out to all their party groups and they don't have to. Yep. Because now I can add them to my database. Mm. Um, so I'm growing my database and I'm gonna really look after them. So everybody that ever touches any part of my go-kart track mm. is just gonna feel fantastic customer service. And then when they realize they're coming in at what time, I'm gonna make sure they know where to park. I'm gonna know, like, let them know where the door to the reception mm -hmm. is. We've spoken about this in some of the videos. This is where this sits. So that nobody's sitting there going, oh, I'm just not sure. We had torrential downpours of rain here last night. We'd have had a session at a go-kart track and they hadn't sent that information. Visibility was extremely poor. You just don't wanna be driving up onto some industrial units trying to work out which door I've got to go into mm. while there's an absolute deluge of rain. Mm. It's just gonna dampen the spirits in more ways than one. And not just physically, but your customer service will suffer. So get them to the right point as quickly as you can. You may leave some space next to the door, mm -hmm. at least for customers, and not the first person that opened up the track that morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Start putting your customers first. What mm. would the best in the world do? that make it really bloody easy for your customers to go and spend some money and feel like they've got the red carpet rolled out. Mm. I may even just get some red paint. <laughs> <laughs> and just say, welcome to the karting red carpet. <laughs> the little things like that that will make a big difference. I, I mean, I'm going to a conference in a couple of days mm -hmm. and I've had several emails from them. Yep. So I've had the first email, I've, uh, uh, you know, they've, they've talked to me about what we've got to do to prove that we've been double jabbed or COVID free. Okay. Right. Then they've written another email that talks to me about their dress code. Okay. Which is they've really got a dress code, but that's a question. People are going thinking, well, well what do I what do I need to be wearing? Yeah, yeah. You know, they've told us where some of the restaurants around there, so for the end of the day when you want to have a meal. Yeah. They've told us that you know they're, they're supplying lunch but there's no drinks and, and and stuff there so if you want you know bring your own drinks yeah i've um, got an esky full of beer <laughs> <laughs> they've told you what time it's finishing mm. yep nobody knows how long mm. it takes to get through a go-kart track mm. i don't know i've got no bloody i can't remember mm. but uh, you'll take that for granted but i'm going to be mm. there an hour is it going to take two hours i've got a whole evening where i just mm. you know i'll get there at 6 p.m and i won't get out the door till 11 because yeah. there's so much happening yeah. They, they don't know. You've got to just answer all the questions. They're not maybe asking you and try and get all that yeah. into your reminders so that they know what is going on before they get there. Well, well, the classic one is you buy a half hour ride, but they're actually two 15 minute sessions. Yeah. So, you know, if you, and if they say, oh, you've got to turn up 15 minutes before your session. So you, you're all, all of a sudden the customer might, might be thinking, oh, that's 45 minutes. Yeah, it's not. No, <laughs> no, because you, it, it's 15 minutes uh, to then you have your race yeah. for fifteen minutes. There's then, there's thirty minutes. Then you got fifteen minutes off the track. Yeah, because there's another. There's forty five. Yeah. yeah, and then you get back on the track again for another fifteen minutes. Then you got your changeovers in between. Mm. So you, can, you might as well just add another mm. fifteen. Mm. Like suddenly you're into an hour and a half where they're thinking it was <coughs> forty five minutes. Yes. Yeah. 
big difference mm. in their mm. world. Mm. But the other thing that you can do with this post-sale pre-arrival yeah. is you can use that as a marketing-led way to increase yes. the average customer spend. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for a go-kart centre, I mean, I, I came across this, Pinot Cruises do this really well. Yeah. So you, we booked a ferry over to France a couple yeah. of years back when you could travel. And the weeks prior to it, we started getting emails. So, that, you, know, you know, book your Euros with us. Do you want Wi-Fi while you're on board? Yeah. Do you want to... Uh, a car. <laughs> do you, yeah. Do you want to pay premium to go to the, 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 the captain's lounge? Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know you could get Euros on on, 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 the, the, on, board the ferry. on board the ferry. And guess what? We got Euros. <laughs> Good. You, you know, I got the kids Wi-Fi because I only had a dongle that to the you know that had X X amount for the month, yeah. and I was going to use it to because the place we were staying didn't have internet. Oh, it's crazy. You know? era. So I got internet. <laughs> so, you know, bang. So for a go kart centre. If you've got someone coming down for a corporate event or a party, start sending them emails saying, do you want to upgrade to a food package? Yeah. Do you, do you want, want a beverage package? Do you want cake? Do you want cake? Do you want balaclavas? What yeah. colour balaclavas would you like? Do you want gloves? Yeah, do you want gloves? Um, do you want to upgrade to a trophy pack? Yeah. You know, um, do you want to buy a white helmet that you can all sign and it'd be a memento of your uh, of your event there? So, you know, that very quickly, that just those few emails and communications mm. will just pay for all the effort. It, it, the really smart thing about that is you've done a little bit of work to get that right, mm. and that will just produce revenue forever more through mm. your business. Yeah, it's a set and forget thing. You just write those. You write those emails once. And, and you just have them triggered. Yeah. So, okay, Ed's made a booking. Bang, it's it's within it's three weeks away, right? Okay, I need to send him three emails, and and they're going to be one each week. Yeah. You know, the three weeks prior to you coming in. So, you know, That's and if true. it's only two weeks, I only get two then maybe. And even in its simplest format. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm taking you out for dinner tomorrow night, mm. Mr. Heap. Um, and there's a couple of other people that are joining. Mm. And just the fact that the restaurant has contacted me today means I haven't got to ring them to make sure that the booking's in place. Nice. So the simplest, simplest thing from a customer point of view is I gave somebody some money like three weeks mm. ago. I've still, have they forgotten? I haven't heard mm. from them. Mm. Well, no, you've just got to let them know that everything's looking yeah. fine and rosy for tomorrow. So there's probably more than one email mm. a week. But, yep. Let's not digress. We'll be right now whole marketing <laughs> campaigns here. We've been doing that for the last day and a half, haven't we? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that's probably a good place to, place to, to stop. Pause. To right. pause. Okay. You can join us next week. Yes. And we will give you another three. Well, I think we'll give you a very warm reception in more ways than one, because I mm. think we'll probably start at what happens when they arrive in reception. So we'll wrap this one here, and we'll see you in your own reception in a, in a week's time. <laughs> Sounds good. It's goodbye from me. And from me, till then. See you next week. See you in a bit.